In this week's Torah portion, we are introduced to something called the man, mana, a spiritual bread that descended outside the camp of the Jewish people in the desert and sustained them for the 40 years that they wandered in the desert. And this spiritual bread, the Talmud explains, had incredible properties. It tasted like any food you imagined. It was completely spiritual, designed perfectly for the human body to the point that there was no waste product, no need to excrete anything. It was completely absorbed by the body. And it fell outside one's house. The exact measure needed to feed one's family, no more, no less. Each morning, there was a perfect amount found. If you tried to keep it over, it would rot. You only had enough to eat for that day. And according to a person's level of righteousness, depended how close it fell to your house, to your tent. So, Additionally, we learn something else, which ties into the mitzvah of the week. We learn that the man fell every day of the week, except on Shabbos. The man did not fall on the Sabbath. So what did the Jews eat on Shabbos? The answer is, is that two portions, a double portion of man fell on Friday. And one was able to save this over and eat it also on Shabbos. And because of this, we have a mitzvah on Shabbos to make hamotzi, the blessing over bread, on a double loaf of bread. If you ever notice, in a Jewish home, Friday night, we make kiddush, kiddush, on a cup of wine, and then we uncover the challah. We wash our hands, and we make a blessing, hamotzi lechem min haaretz, on two loaves of bread both Friday night and Shabbos day during the day meal. What's the significance of the double loaves of bread? It is in commemoration of the man, because a double portion fell on Friday, and this was set aside to not only be eaten Friday night, but also Shabbos day. And there are different explanations for why we cover the challah. One explanation is that it is an honor of Shabbos meal that as soon as we make Kiddush, we right away reveal the bread in front of us. Another explanation is that it's covered, like we said, in remembrance of the man that was set aside. A piece of it was covered, set aside for the next day. Another explanation also ties into the man is that it says that the man fell with a layer of dew underneath it and a layer of dew above it. It was basically wrapped up in a package and uh, set aside for our consumption. Therefore, we cover the challah both underneath with a some sort of a challah board and a cloth on top. And the last explanation given is so that the bread shouldn't be embarrassed by the wine. Why is that? Because normally we make a blessing on wine first. Uh, on bread first, if you're going to have a cup of wine or grape juice during your meal, as well as 
some bread. So we normally make the blessing of bread first and then the grape juice afterwards. There's an order, a hierarchy of blessings. But on Shabbos, we make the blessing on wine first. So the Talmud, the Jerusalem Talmud says that the bread shouldn't be embarrassed. Now that one's always kind of weird. We mean bread embarrassed. So some point out that if bread could be embarrassed, so all the more so a person. We have to be careful with not embarrassing people. And uh, there are stories of someone who comes home. The great rabbi once was eating dinner at someone's house, and he came home with the person, and the man was very upset because he saw that his wife had not prepared the Shabbos table. The table wasn't set. The food wasn't ready. And he started berating her in front of the rabbi. And the rabbi said to the man, why do we cover the chalamans? It's so that the bread shouldn't be embarrassed. And the rabbi turned to him and said, but you can't embarrass your wife. So it's a lesson for us to remember to always be appreciative and sensitive with the people in our life, especially the people that prepare our meals for us or take care of our homes, whether it's a spouse or a parent or a child or a roommate, to always be incredibly sensitive for the people in our life and especially on Shabbos to be thankful for everything we have. But going back to the message of the Mun, what is the message of the Mun? The message of the Mun, the commentaries explain, is a message for all generations that Hashem is literally providing for us at every moment of our life, providing our livelihood. Every day there is a portion of sustenance that is coming into the world. Now, it doesn't mean we don't have to work. We certainly have to work. But we have to know that our work is not what brings us our livelihood. It's the blessing from Hashem each and every day. Working extra doesn't bring you more. And all you have to do is do what's called your normal effort. Put in your normal effort and then trust in Hashem. And the higher level of trust that you have, the less work you have to do. Just like the man which felt closer to one's house if they were on a higher spiritual level. There's once a great rabbi who lived in Jerusalem who spent his life studying Torah. And always things eventually worked out. But one time his wife said, that's enough. We need money. We're hungry. Go get us some money. So the rabbi went outside his house. He went to the Jerusalem gate outside the old city, and he just started kicking around in the dirt, and he found a gold coin. Came back home with a gold coin. What, what does that mean? The answer is on his level, he knew. All he had to do was go out, take a few minute break from his learning, and that the money would be there. There's another incredible story told about the Hasidic master, Rev Zusha. Rev Zusha was a Hasidic master who lived in Poland, and he traveled around and had many adventures. Rav Zusha had a custom that every morning he would say, Hashem, God, bring me my breakfast. And Rav Zusha had, at this time in his life, he had an assistant who basically took care of him and would bring in his breakfast. And the assistant found it a little audacious that Rav Zusha was saying, God, bring me my breakfast, when he knew it's me. I'm, I'm the guy bringing his breakfast. I make it in the kitchen and I bring it to him. He, you know, it's not coming from God. It's coming from me. So one day the servant decided he would rebel and uh, test Reb Zusha. So when Reb Zusha called out, God, please bring me my breakfast, the servant did nothing. He said, I'm not going to bring him his breakfast today. Let's see if God really brings him his breakfast. He waited a few minutes, and a few minutes later, there was a knock on the door. The servant opened the door and found 
someone standing outside the door holding tons and tons of food. And he said, you know, I just finished a, uh, a circumcision, a bris for my son. We had tons of food left over. We wanted to bring it to the great rabbi and see if he needed some food. That's the message of the month, is that Hashem provides for everyone exactly what they need. There's no need to be nervous. But Shabbos, we meditate even more on that message. Because on Shabbos, we don't have to work at all. And everything is taken care of. And we can focus on the the meditation and the message that Hashem is doing that every other day as well. Every other day we have to work. There's a mitzvah to work six days of the week. But Shabbos is the day we focus on the fact that really it's all a gift from Hashem. And that's the message of the man being covered in dew. Dew represents in Kabbalah the idea that God is giving us kindness 24-7 without us having to do anything. Rain represents our effort. Rain falls. Without rainfall, we can't survive. Rain falls according to the Torah, according to our prayers, and according to our righteousness, according to our mitzvahs. But dew, the Talmud says, is everywhere, consistently at all times. Dew represents the kindness from Hashem that is around us at all times, that has nothing to do with our effort or our spiritual level or our righteousness. It's just constantly surrounding us at all times. And we're blessed to see the goodness in our lives 24-7 and to enjoy a beautiful Shabbos focusing on the great blessings that we have in our life. Thank you so much for listening.